Welcome to the Minion Talks with Desi Schneider again. Thank you for joining me once again to attend to and to hear that which I believe the Lord has on my heart to share with you today. And it's amazing because I always start my Dominion Talks in the same manner. From my own meditations, from my own thoughts and my personal moments in the Word of God with the Holy Spirit. He is so good to draw out, to draw out truth to me, to mull over and to think upon and to really allow his truth, the truth of his voice to transform and to bring forth a renewing to my mind. And it is from this moment that I desire to share, to share this transformative truth, to share this endowment of the Holy Spirit that is found in the Word of God to renew our minds and to truly reflect sonship, dominion sonship, to reflect the very nature of our risen King, to reflect the very image of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a privilege that we have been entrusted with as Christians. What an awesome demonstration of power is available to us and through us. That now that we are born again, we have a brand new life, a brand new heart, a brand new sight, a brand new hearing. That we can walk pure before God. And what the word tells us is that the pure, the pure heart will see God. To have moments and really perpetual living in the very glory of God. Not just a glance here and there, sometimes, somewhere, maybe, maybe not, but assurance of His glory divine that now resides in you, who is Christ, the hope of glory. The very living, abiding, breathing Word of God. Endowment of the Spirit in truth. What a mighty privilege. What an ability we have now as new creation people of God to demonstrate the love of God. The love of God, which is truly resurrection. Resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead for He so loved His Son. That he brought him into the world to die, but not to stay dead, but to be raised again from the dead. And that's why Abraham, he believed the one who raised the dead back to life. And so we are really of those that have been raised back to life through the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of it, we have an ability to imitate God. And so I'll title this moment today, Imitators of God. Be imitators of God. Children of His light. And we'll spend most of the time in Ephesians 4 and 5. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. And actually, chapter 5, of course, is right after chapter 4. And 
in, in chapter 4, he's talking about the unity of the body of Christ, the new man that we are now in Christ. And then because we are brand new, not to grieve the Holy Spirit by whom we have been sealed. Not to grieve the Holy Spirit by whom we have been sealed. And that's in chapter 4, Ephesians verse 30. Actually, mm -mm -mm. let's do 29 first. Let no corrupt word. What is a corrupt word? A corrupt world is a corrupt word is a word that is not of the spirit. A corrupt word is not a living word. It is a word that is of the world. So that which is not of faith, the word says, it is sin. And so a corrupt word is not just the swearing that we might think of in terms of saying a bad word. But it is another form of swearing. That is not of truth. That is not of the Holy Spirit. That is not word born. A word of truth born, a word of life born, not Holy Spirit breathe. And so we'll see that that's exactly what he means. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, out of your mouth. It is your mouth and you have a choice what proceeds out of your mouth. And that's why Paul tells the Ephesians and to you and I, don't let... A corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for what is good, that which is good, that which is pure, that which is of good report, and we know that that pure word will not proceed out of our heart if we have not meditated on a good word, which is the word of truth, the word of God. And that's what Paul tells in Philippians to the Philippians that we're to think on those things which are of good report that which edifies and what edifies is the word that's found within the pages of your Bible that which you hear the Holy Spirit speak to you a good word not a maligning word not a corrupt word so Let's go back to the text. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. What imparts grace to the hearers is life, a life-giving word. A life-giving word comes from a life-giving spirit. And we are now in Christ, a life-giving spirit. Therefore, this word that is not corrupt, that is necessary for edification to the hearers, to minister grace to them, is a word of the Holy Spirit that comes from our new creation, man. That comes from the one that has been made new. The one that now is found in Christ, who doesn't walk in the futility of the Gentiles. In a corrupted mindset. But it's one that is fully alive, fully awake, not blinded by the cares of the world, not blinded by the wickedness that the enemy likes to throw our way. 
but we now have a brand new sight. The very gaze of God. Oh, glory be to God. To be able to see aright, to be able to think aright, so we can speak aright. And so verse 31, actually, sorry, now we come into verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you have been sealed for the day of redemption. You see, when we speak not of him, there is a grieving that happens. When we speak out of our carnal man, a, we are grieving the Holy Spirit. A grievance is dealt upon the Holy Spirit. And that's what 31 says, verse 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Now that is the works of the flesh. In our flesh, we'll only speak bitterness. In the flesh, we'll only speak wrath and anger and clamor and everything evil. Because the flesh bears the nature of the world. The flesh is of the fallen man of Adam. But now we are found in the second Adam. Now we are of Christ in whom we are given life eternal. And the life that we have within us, we are actually enabled to release to others. Therefore, we are now a life-giving spirit. Verse 32 and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Be kind to one another today. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Even as God in Christ forgave you and I, we are to walk in this freedom not to be bitter. We are to walk in this freedom of not to speak evil. We are to walk in the freedom to put away all malice because we are freedom, forgiveness releasers. As he has forgiven us, as he has set us free from the condemnation of the flesh that's found in this world. We walk in his forgiveness, which is his freedom, which is his love, which is his life. You can't separate all of that. It is he himself. He has given to us Christ in us the hope of glory. So we can now be edifying to the Holy Spirit, not to grieve him. How amazing is it that we have an ability not to to grieve the Holy Spirit, but to edify the Spirit of God. How? By edifying one another. How? By forgiving one another. And so now we come into chapter 5. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God. As Christ also has given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. And so as Christ has done so, we do in the same manner. We are imitators of God. We walk in love. How? 
by being as Christ is. A life-giving spirit that looks like a living sacrifice unto God. Which is a sweet-smelling aroma. You see, we can only imitate God through our spirit man. Our carnal nature imitates Satan. So you can't transform your carnal nature. Your carnal nature is your carnal nature and will always be that. And that's why Paul tells the Corinthians we're not to identify by that. That is the fallen reality. We're not to know ourselves after this flesh, carnal nature. But we are to know ourselves through this new birth now in Christ. So we can walk in the Spirit and not grieve the Holy Spirit by grieving one another through our fleshy behavior. We are today to imitate God as dear children. And um, in verse 8, he continues, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. In him, through this new birth, we are a light into the world. Just as he came as the light of the world, now in him we are a light releaser. A beacon of light, truth through our spirit man. Imitators of God through our spirit man. Through the new creation that we have now become. That's why a mind renewal is very important. A transformation to be conformed to the image of Christ. Because otherwise life will be sheer frustration. Trying to imitate God from a carnal nature. How is that working out? The carnal nature is an enemy to God. The carnal mind is in opposition to the mind of the Spirit, which is the mind of Christ. But we are now children of God. And we're to be imitators of Him through the new birth. And verse 8 finishes, walk as children of light. Walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill and gratify the lust of the flesh. Walk as children of light. For the truth of the Spirit, this is how we're to walk in the Spirit. In the truth of the Spirit because He is the Spirit of truth that leads us in truth. This is how we edify Him by edifying one another. Walking as children of light, for the truth of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Verse 11, and have no fellowship, have no fellowship, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. But rather expose them, for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. And because we are children of light, we're to expose 
the unfruitful works of darkness, to have no fellowship with the works of the flesh and the works of Satan. Look, verse 14. Therefore he says, Awake, awake, awake. You who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And so as we have received Christ, we are walking in his light. And in his light is always an awakened state of reality. The truth of the Spirit, which is all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Let's put our eyes here to chapter 4, Ephesians. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord... Paul is writing, beseech you to walk worthy. Paul is beseeching us as he was beseeching us in Romans 12 to be a living sacrifice. To be a living sacrifice looks like walking worthy of the calling with which you are called. With all lowliness and gentleness and long-suffering, bearing with one another, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. This is what it looks like to be an imitator of God, to be a child of the light, to walk as a dear child of God. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you are called in one hope. This truth is hope alone to us. Called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. Not many gods and not many fathers. One God and Father of all who is above all, who is above all the Lord of Lords. The Most High God. who is above all and through all and in you all. And in you all. Hmm. Let's go to verse 17, chapter 4. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind. You see, to be an imitator of someone is to be of the same mind as them. And so here it's made very clear that we're not to imitate and be as the Gentiles in the futility of their mind. So what does it look like to be an imitator of God then? To bear his mind, to walk in the mind of Christ that the Holy Spirit is freely really disclosing to us. Because the mind that you yield to, and we know in Christ now, we do have the mind of Christ. 
In our new creation, man, we do bear the mind of Christ and we are transformed in the image of Christ because we bear his mind so that we can think his thoughts and become his ways. Let's go back to 17 and then flow into 18. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off. This is the choice you make. To have no corrupt word coming out of your mouth. You are to put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lusts. And be renewed. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Bear his mind and walk in his mind and walk in his enlightened understanding with a tender heart towards God. To imitate him. To walk as he walked. Because you see, he wants to walk it out through you so he be seen in this walk of yours. Because it's no longer you or I of the old man, but it's through the renewing of our mind, the new man walking out. Who is the new man? Well, let's see here. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man, which was created according to God. There we go. Created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And so because of this new man reality that we now are part of and are truly have become, we truly have become a brand new creation. We have an ability to imitate our dear God as dear beloved children. This is the message for today. Be imitators of God and live life unto God alone. How? By walking in the newness of your life that you now have in Christ. Glory be to God. Thank you for joining me once again on Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.